Hello and welcome to St. Louis City Press and International Friendly. Joining me to talk about City's home opener, 1-1 draw, and crashing out of CONCACAF is Nathan Halley. I say, I say, I say, Junior, I am thrilled to be here tonight. I've been uh, working on a southern accent with my time off. Mm. I hope the listeners enjoy that. Abby Stiliano. Hi. We're getting some good engagement on the socials, by the way. What does that look like? So on the socials, we have someone, and I don't, I don't know who they are. Something dot blue sky said they were listening to something, and they described the opinions as derps. Now I don't know if he was talking about our pod, but it felt like it could. So I, I replied that we aim for derp, and this person said that we are more quirk, which means one, I love it, and two. They're actually listening to the show. So hello. Also, why? This one without Chris is going to be more derp, I think. Yeah, uh, this is the first just Halley family St. Louis City Press. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. Started off started off with a bang. <laughs> I'm not feeling on top of it tonight. So, you know, usually I keep things running smoothly. Do you think that you are just like in tandem with St. Louis City also not really feeling on it? Yeah, no, I feel like the Edward Leuven of this pod where usually like I'm coordinating, I'm directing people, I'm leading from the middle hmm. and now it's just all falling apart. I'm not, you know, passing it to the other team. This is a fun exercise. Who are the rest of us? Well, see, here's the thing. I think of you as more of the Tomas Ostrock of this pod. Chris is Berkey. Solid. Okay. okay. Um, Drew, I guess, is Nico Joachini. Because he's, <laughs> he's, he's gone. Yeah. Patrick Nico, has Nico to be, is very positive. Patrick has to be Alm, like strangely gone for a very long time. Yeah. But still one of us, maybe. Um, Abby. There, there are no ladies. Yeah, that is a problem. I was going to say Jared Stroud, but he's gone. That does map to my high school soccer playing, though. It was like most fouls on the team pretty regularly. Here's what we're going to go with, though. We're going to say in a moment of unquestionably amazing niceness from Nathan, we are going to go with your Tater Totland coming in strong on season two. I like it. And yourself? I, someone else has can't give myself i mean you did but right came up with my own um we'll get back to that by the end of the pod let's you start think, by like talking... jackson like i i have a lot of energy and try too hard but ultimately am a failure i wouldn't have come up with that on my own no he seems very the way positive. you chose those words though makes me think that now that i've said it you agree no i don't have a good fill-in i He's think got a tim, lot of parker. Person. tim parker um, you come in with a lot of energy. You know? Some combination, like some lot strange of, amalgamation of, of like Parker and Indiana Vasilev with a little bit of the craziness. It is true. I do follow a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, Let's talk about City's home opener. It was a 1-1 draw. I guess we we rescued the draw. And by we, really, one person. So this was this was really an individual effort to rescue that game. 
Some people would argue that Leuven played a role. That's probably a correct argument. Uh, but nonetheless, certainly should give credit where credit is due. Sam came out uh, and was just astounding with that play. Beautiful goal. Kind of just muscled over a defender, ran past him, beat the goalie. It was so good it caused me to do something that I said I wasn't going to do. And gave me a lot of hell for having done, in Look, fact. if it makes you feel better, I have given myself more. Because Go on. what I did was I bought an away jersey, the Confluence kit, which either on the pod or not on the pod, I said I wasn't a big fan of. And I bought an Adeneran jersey, which goes against every belief I have about buying jerseys for people who are on teams if that person has not won a championship with your team. At this point, I'm guessing that our listeners have gathered that Nathan has some strong opinions about certain things, many things. I got a Blom jersey last season. I want got to a lot su- of hell about it. I want to support Sam Adeneran. He deserves our support. He hasn't always been treated the most fairly by the team. And I thought, hey, if he sees me in the stadium with his name on my back, he will know that he is loved. Also, the way that things that I say on this podcast end up somehow making it to various people that then come back and they tell me at work that they heard about it. I'm going to guess there's a 3% chance Sam Adeneran finds out about this. No one at work knows I have a podcast. It will remain that way forever. Hmm. Multiple people I work with actively listen to this podcast. In the stadium at the home opener, uh, Rasmus Alm was just in line for Olio. No one seems to notice him except listener of the pod, Helen, who noticed him right away, started freaking out, called me over, pointed him out. She went up. He was holding his son, which made him even more recognizable. I don't know how... Like, no one noticed. Just a player from the team standing there ordering food. Apparently someone else did. They posted on Facebook, but they also commented that no one seemed to know it was him. Oh, good. I was going to say, because multiple people have had that same experience. So There were posts on social media of people saying, like, I can't believe nobody knew it was him. Look, like, a hundred people were passing by not realizing it was on. How was Olio? I didn't need it this time. I had it at the the CONCACAF game, and it was delicious. Some exciting your- um, news. Um, so he, he has been out with various injuries, and then most recently, I guess, a cold, um, but has been practicing with the team recently. So he had a quote from Carnell saying, Rasmus trained with us today and looked like he never left. Came out flying, and we had to tell him to calm down. But that's just Rasmus chasing the ball like the first day we had him. This pod, he's one of our, he, I don't know, I think we are already on record saying India is our favorite player. India's our favorite uh, personality. But Alm is right up there. The team desperately needs what Alm has to offer. I do think it's interesting. Like we've talked a lot about the downturn sort of in the second half of the season last season and sort of all of the different players who had injuries. And I think you can map some of it back to Alm getting injured and being out. And so there's hope that maybe you bring that back in the midfield that I think we're going to have some qualms about on this podcast. <laughs> I see what you did there. It was unintentional, but yeah. quite good. Qualm. Uh, uh, five wins out of our last 18 games. That's a that's a statistic. It's not a good statistic. How many I'd love draws, to see though? I'd love to see Alm back. I 
uh, did not eat at the stadium for the home opener. And I'm wondering if that's my fault. We never got into stitions. But I have a stition. The first game I haven't eaten. That's a solid stition, so you should eat get the next game, um, except it's just absurdly expensive. I have a stition, which is that Bradley Carnell last season always wore city gear. Every game, he was like in his city, that the nice, awesome city red hoodie or something, and he hasn't been doing it this season. The first CONCACAF game against Houston, he was not wearing city gear during the first half, put on city gear in the second half, and then we won. I'm telling you, Carnell needs to wear his city gear. Yeah, I don't easily buy into things of this nature, um, except a couple. One, Katy Perry definitely is Jean Benet Ramsey. Say what? Two, uh, Stevie Wonder is not blind. Yeah, I knew that one. And three, yeah, Bradley Carnell is costing us these games by not wearing city gear. It now makes me angry when I see him. Speaking of other uh, home opener experiences, what did you all think of the Flames start of the game? I'll tell you what, I was amazed by how I was surprised how quickly heat travels. That was my takeaway. Um, Also, it felt a little small and lame for the the buildup. That was my take. Uh, there was a lot of social media buildup to what the uh, the experience in the stadium was going to be. Uh, there was a fun full stadium card trick saying that was round quality fight. Better, it was, it, better than the last card trick, which was just like a color, which was boring. It, it was cool. But am I meant to understand that that was like instead of a TIFO, we have that because I love a good TIFO. We had a pink St. Louis, sorry, a city red St. Louis city flag. But I thought I read that like they were doing that because they were saving the TIFO for game one. It's also possible I didn't read that. And one of you two said that to me. I think we may have said that on like this pod. Yeah. Um, What else in that RSL game? I remember beforehand there was all this talk about the pyrotechnics on social media and someone said, I hope this isn't lame like Nashville's was. Oh, no, this was lame. Nashville's or... looked fantastic compared to this. Yeah. And Nashville, remember, they had that drone that brought the ball out. I do. That wasn't that cool, actually. But we're talking a lot about the experience, I think, in part because it has now been quite a while since the game. It also like, wasn't like it. It wasn't we, that. Yeah. Here's Sam's the thing. goal was amazing. We could have the exact same conversation about the one nil lost to Houston. The only difference is that in the Houston game, Sam had like a great opportunity and the goalie stopped it. And in the RSL game, he didn't. Otherwise it was like basically copy paste, you know, not a lot of ball control um, sitting back uh, our midfield. Just, I don't know, like inability to control or transition the ball. I'm, I'm really Celio, as much as I like him, has not played well this season. Leuven, we've had so much conversation off the pod, which is not interesting for the people on the pod, but just know that we've spent hours debating whether Leuven is good or not, and I think the conclusion we've come to is that he's fine. Yeah, that's but I beyond think that, like Durkin, I guess, has had moments. I liked Totland when he slid up into the right wing position because we just kept losing people. And so you had to bring in Nerwinski. Like 
I think Nerwinski actually played pretty well in the Houston game, which is and surprising because until he had... roundhouse kicked a guy in the knee. That's going to happen. But I think in general, take both games as a package. I'm nervous about the start of the season because it feels like we try to press, but when that like we we do a lot of like running past people, it seems. I think um, our defense looked good. I our agree defense has looked good in the RSL game. Now they've all gotten injured, so yeah. Um, hopefully they get healthy and come back soon because I think they looked genuinely good and kept us in games. And Berkey, Berkey looked good coming up with some big saves. Is it possible that the reason Chris isn't here tonight is because he is on a plane? The newest signing for St. Louis City center back. Solid option. I mean, we're down. We're like scraping the barrel. We, uh, you, we had we had a sign. We brought in Wenzel from um, City Two. He actually looked decent. Thought he had a solid solid game. Perhaps the only positive in of the Houston game. So I mean, look, we made a lot of moves in the off season to shore up our defense. Yeah, <laughs> and we did that uh-huh. by away getting rid of Nico and Stroud. Who, you I'd, know, I'd give anything for a Stroud right now. Just that motor. We don't have a motor in the midfield. Jackson tries to be a motor in the midfield, but I think I could knock him off the ball. He needs to bulk up some. I mean, it is. I think he's just, he can't. Yeah. I mean, okay. Avoid but, getting knocked off the ball. But that's fine. I mean, it's, well, it's not. Sure. It's not. But given that, I think he should probably pass sooner and not try oh, to yeah. take on three players yep. at a time. Yeah. He needs to, like, three touches before. He wants to, he should be passing the ball away. On the that's flip not his side, style. The flip side, it feels like any of our the other players, like when they are pressed, they just immediately dump the ball. Um, sort of just send these long balls without any target. And it, it felt like any time we got remotely pressed, there was sort of this panicked dumping of balls without purpose. And that was really, really frustrating to watch. What our makes passing me accuracy sad. was so low. What makes me sad is it feels like actually this is our purpose that we're like, okay, our style is going to be dump the ball and hope for a miracle from Sam or Klaus. And in the RSL game, we got the miracle. Right. No, but this, this even last season was kind of our style. Like we play this high variance where we try to force turnovers deep and then hope that some magic happens and we just are able to go direct and get it get it in but that wasn't the game that we played in houston right i mean we came out sort of an interesting lineup both through sort of injuries and rotation wound up with a kind of odd lineup but then we very much seemed to be playing for the zero zero draw like we were not pressing we were not even trying to get balls down to klaus and sam there was a while where i mean i think we were joking but it felt like our possession was somewhere in the 10 percent range at the beginning of that game but but i think we were just getting outplayed. I don't know that that was like a, a stylistic choice or just a... I, I sort of think we just got outplayed. Like, I'm not sure. Wasn't there a moment where Durkin was like, what formation are we playing? Like, yes. there, we, we were just confused and, and bad. And it was at 9.30. I stayed up late and I had to like VPN to Europe to watch it, which in retrospect, I didn't have to do, but I did anyway. Yeah, I was getting some Irish ads. Oh, we were getting German ads. Like, so oh, there were some fun Aldi ones, but like real Aldi. I wonder, I guess my YouTube premium subscription 
carried me through so I didn't get any fun foreign ads. But you'd think they could correlate that and be like, oh, he's clearly not in England. It's not in their interest. Do you remember at the beginning of this pod when I learned what a number nine is and then I learned what a false nine is? We're talking like last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Beginning of the pod. When we tried to talk about tactics and things that made sense. I'm going to try to do it again here. It okay. may not go well. Klaus, I think, has been playing a false nine. Do we, if I stipulate that, do we accept that? Yes. I don't think it's been going well. I agree with that. Also agree. Um, I think Leuven has been playing a six, which he expressed some preference for. I'd like to see him up at an eight or the 10 that he wears on his back. Yes. Like replace Jackson with him. Yes. I agree with these things that you were saying, which is odd. Okay. Um, the the Klaus not that not working well. I think it sucks. That's a, this is the quality commentary that folks come to this pod for. But like, like it worked when it. There were it a couple times before. where it worked when Nico was doing it. Do you it think it's just like season? it could be that he just? I, I know we don't like to talk about this, but it could be that he has no one that he can effectively touch tips with. I, I do think, think it's, like I don't know how much of our seeming lack of offense is actually our inability to transition up from the midfield. Aside, but, I am worried that a child is deeply unhappy at one of your two houses. That's mine. Look, so you've I'll, got a dog going the apologies to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, if you're still here after that after that foghorn leghorn intro. God love you. Which Nate assures us is not problematic, but... Philip and I both thought it was super problematic. Look, I started doing it at work, and then I was like, maybe I should not. And I looked it up, and it's fine. But, like, perception is reality. Well, sure, but, like... Like how our perception of Leuven is that he was not playing well, and yet Chris claimed that the data did not hold that up. I think it... I was trying to get back to soccer. There was no response ever to my, what I think was sort of the final stamp on it, which is why maybe there was no response, that FOTMOB's player score pre-injury was 7.8 and post-injury has been 7.1. That's a very large difference. Now, you could take issue with how does FOTMOB calculate this. I think they try to encapsulate the holistic view of how a player played in a game. So... You can look at it 50 different ways. A lot of people online have been saying that he hasn't been the same, but like it's the eye test. And do you trust that? Because we're all just like masses of flesh hurtling through the universe. It's trying to make sense of things that don't make sense. He's also playing a different position with a different team. There's a lot of variables and it's a low sample size, which is why I just don't look at any statistics. Chris was making, I think, the statistics argument for, like, it's hard to justify saying that Leuven is doing much worse post-injury, which is what we were talking about. I think the thing, Chris, he's not here to say it himself, but that he did point out is that, like, Leuven does visibly appear to be frustrated himself. And, like, that changes how you interpret the game. And Are how you sure you... he's not just German? Well, he's, like, more German than he was then? Maybe. The, the, like he does appear to be visibly frustrated. And so I, I guess like I would generalize that to the whole team. Like I, I think everybody seems frustrated at this point, reasonably so. I mean, it's not fun 
to be on the team that is having the run that they have had recently and towards the end of last season. But like, so how do you like? You got to get out of this. Like, we we got to start winning. Got to start connecting things through the midfield. And I worry about this, like the the feedback loop of. I think there is one easy fix, which is uh, bring in much better players. Ooh, I wonder if they've thought of that. I think they have, and then decided that they're in a fair amount of debt from building the stadium, and so they are going to take a pass on that. It is interesting. Like, so the there was a meeting of team owners in Miami to discuss MLS roster rules, and like, so like Apple wants other teams to do what Miami has done because it'll bring more interest to the league. And that here we are, like we're not even doing what you already can do with the roster rules that exist. And it is sort of like, so imagine if all of a sudden the roster rules change, what would things look like for us? Like, would we keep up? Would we just keep doing what we're doing? I mean, the fact that we're not close to the limit, I think answers the question. Like we would do nothing different. Hopefully part of that deal would be Apple, you know, like then paying the league more and invest. I don't know. You you like to think that, right, like with the Premier League, teams are sharing in the additional revenue being brought in and that allows them to get better players, which allows more people to watch more. Right. There's a cycle. Yeah. But I mean, Premier League finances are such a cluster, too. Like, I think there's an, a desire to avoid that. Now, I think we are avoiding it like way too hard. Um. And I feel on one hand, like I should, we should be grateful to have a soccer team. On the other hand, I feel really icky feeling grateful for billionaires. So I don't know. The whole thing's weird, right? Like we, are we grateful for having a non-city funded stadium? Yes. Like the, right. But in being grateful for that, not being a taxpayer funded thing, like we are then grateful to billionaires who then get to make choices like we're not going to have a third dp that's fine i'm fine with it i'm glad we got a team um they can choose to spend how they want to spend i'm gonna cheer for them i don't i can't argue with that but i don't like it yeah but you know just what are you gonna do i don't know have a podcast where we talk about it yeah that Uh, to me totland that was a good signing i like him so far it's only been a couple games I will say that Totland was a good signing. We seem to be having a lot of not good signings, though. Thorison has not looked strong in his appearances. Um, Durkin has been okay, I guess, although a lot more anonymous than I thought he was going to be, largely based off that one screamer of a goal from the preseason. Ooh, that was a good goal. Um, I'm jury's still out on Durkin. I mean, he's had some good... I don't know. I'm not negative on Durkin. I, I do no, think Thorison has not. Yeah. We have no clue what's happened to Dieu. He's Maybe we'll see him to, tomorrow night. Could see Dur. Seems Dur. like he's still not up to fitness, sort of expected fitness levels. I, that doesn't make any sense to me because they're professional athletes. What are they doing? Wasn't I, There was a quote I feel like either I read or imagined that was Carnell saying like first they have to get up to sort of fitness speed and then they have to like get sort of positioned into the team and get up to like teams and that he's there um was like the the end of this i but, feel like you could short circuit that second part right now um put a paper bag over your head spin in a circle for 10 seconds take it off you are ready for our tactics here's here's the thing leuven 
whatever we have to say, one of our better players. What I don't understand, like get Blom, Darkin, Leuven in the midfield. Sorry, AZ. Sorry, Ostrock. Like, like three central defensive midfielders, though. It's not, though. Like, Leuven doesn't need to be. So I'm saying double six and then Leuven and Indy. He's going to do it, though. Sam and It's very narrow. I, he's, but He's just going to. He's just going to do it, though. Like, no matter what you tell him, he's going to be like, oh, I kind of like this central defensive role. I just don't know that, like, right now, Ostrock and AZ are not up to the task of what this team needs in the offensive midfield. I, I agree with that. And it but pains also- me to say, you know, I I don't know. I, I, I like Indy a lot, but it's not like he's creating magic up there. He did create magic with the, the RSL. Wasn't that... No, that was the first Houston. Oh, the game. first Houston Concacaf game. Yep, yeah. mixing them up. Yeah, he has also created magic with his cast colors. He, he does seem to be switching casts quite a bit. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I mean, it's not that big a process. I had a cast last year. I chose City Red, as close as I could get for for one of them. So, I mean, if I had a medical staff available to, available to me, I'd probably switch it up a lot. Yeah, it's like a new fashion accessory. I mean, I bought a ridiculous light-up uh, necklace to take the games. I think it's possible tomorrow will be the first run-out of my uh, city earrings that I got. Ooh. Um Ordered them online, thought they were going to be like small little studs. They are the size of nickels. That's so, an interesting look. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know how to take my current earrings out, so mm-hmm. jury's still out on that. I am thankful, though that son of the host of the pod, Tony, has yet to try and rip them out of my head. I don't wear earrings anymore for this reason. Yeah. It's terrifying. All, All right. right. What, else, what else do we have to say about the, the Houston game? I mean, we had some chances. It but made me it, angry. Yeah, it never looked like. I was so I tired. I think it might have killed the Discord. Like, there hasn't really been much chats on there since then. It was kind of depressing. Yeah. Like we we love the team obviously, but like there there was nothing good out of that. It was Berkey. I, I think Berkey. Yeah, he had good. that I mean he had those two amazing saves. Like somebody posted a stat about one of the Berkey saves from Yeah, Chris said one of them was a point nine three XG and he came up with the like save. Like the post shot XG. Right? The thing is though, like he clearly it hurt him. He he shouldn't I have think done it. It was solar plexes as opposed to lower yeah no it wasn't it wasn't dong it was above the belt but he should have just let it in though because it didn't matter (laughs) like it makes me so mad he sacrificed his body for this team that then was like i don't i don't know whatever sort of like this i i think i know the answer i'm gonna get here do we think that the team went into that sort of planning to bow out early no 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 not at all no i actually don't think not at all it was a weird lineup. So this is what I don't get. Especially if, if you, you look at the trying... five by five, the percentages were very much in our favor. What was weird about it? Like, what was weird about that lineup? Well, so like, if you are going to try to make a deep run in the CONCACAF Champions Cup, I don't get why you don't start, like, Lu- who, so who are the starters that I feel like you, so you could have started Leuven. Coming back but- from injury, or not injury, Germany, similar. Um 
not up. Like you could speed, start him. Like he may not play ninety, but you start him. Like I, so you like they put out what? What did I think was weird? I remember. So like you're playing Kojima. You're playing like, and I love Kojima. That was so much fun. And his when he he was a little scored. bit anonymous in that game. He was definitely anonymous. I'm Here's trying to thing. pull up. I didn't have Here's the roster ready. So we had Nerwinski, Wenzel, Nielsen, like, Watts, Durkin, Kojima. So like I, I guess like I wouldn't have Kojima, I wouldn't have Ostrak. So I would put Blom in at the six. I would put uh and so maybe it's really I would put Blom in instead of Kojima and I would put in it uh Leuven instead of Ostrak. But and you can't take that to mean that they weren't trying. And here's But the, it wasn't it wasn't Kojima Durkin Durkin was playing the six. Like it's not There's so I agree with you on information. The There's just one thing. There's one thing. In games that we don't care about, they start Lunt. And they started Berkey on very short rest on a late night. That tells me all that, that I need to know. They cared because they started Berkey when they easily could have started Lunt. That's fair. You're, like That is completely fair. We have a, a record of when... It I was... actually predicted that they would start Lunt, and I was wrong because I thought they wouldn't care, and I think they did care. Um, unfortunately, that didn't translate to any sort of effectiveness. No, I, th- I think that was a lineup that's, you know, a Rotated quick rotation. Rotated out of necessity, but, but okay. not. I mean, they also that, started Klaus and Sam up front. Like, right. You're, you're big well, dude. What other options do we have? <laughs> Thor. I mean, you, you know. Yeah. It, look, this team does not have a starting 11 that you can tell when they're, you know, playing anyone but that. That means they don't care. Like, this team has... I guess I like. I, I feel like there was a like. Oh, obviously we're not going to do that. Like I don't know that from my perspective, I would even think it was the wrong thing. Like we don't have the depth to make a deep cup run right now. Like maybe well, the right strategy got was. Great news for you. Um, we don't have to worry about any non-league games Ooh. because City has crashed out of Concacaf and City is not going to be competing in the U.S. Open Cup. And we will Nor not is be worrying. City too. Um, yeah. And I looked, and I guess St. Charles FC? USL2 team? Are they not in the Open Cup? Did they not make it? It's unclear if they're even really a real thing. I think they are. Also, I'd really struggle, even if they were, to root for a team that prides itself on being from St. Charles. No offense to our St. Charles-based listeners. I can't imagine we have any. There will be the League's Cup, but I I think... I don't. I don't know about you guys. I am all on board with the League's Cup uh, protest. I the League's Cup. Well, that's that's good because I think there are that significant calls to boy, boycott it. But there's it a does, break in the MLS season. Right. It doesn't run that, concurrent. So. I have not decided yet whether we should boycott or not. Here's the thing: in March, when we have plenty of other opportunities to watch soccer and watch City play, it's real easy to say, "Oh yeah, we're going to boycott that." I have a feeling when the games come around, we're going to be like, man, I really wish we were at that game. I didn't like that Club America game. It was hot. That's for sure. But I was not there. Who knows how the team will be by that point. Um, I'm hoping we can turn it around. We've got a game coming up against New York. Oh, but quick, 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 quick. FC. Before we get to that, we have a labor update. The continued uh, pro versus PSRA uh, labor dispute. Uh, I'm sure that's PSRA because it sounds wrong every time. I am pretty sure it is PSRA. I agree it sounds wrong, but okay. I, 
I believe that is correct. Um, so the update on the labor dispute is that it continues to be at an impasse. Uh, there is no end in sight. We will have another round of scab refs this weekend for the NYCFCFCFC game. Um, and Pro has now told the PSRA union uh, to take the offer that was previously rejected or else the terms will continue to get worse. That's a quality negotiating tactic for anyone yeah. looking to do negotiations. You yeah, know. definitely. I think that's the, like day one of the FBI terrorism uh, negotiators. They tell you that and then send you on your way. It's kind of like if you're, you know, you, tr- you do a similar strategy with your children where it's like, fine, then you lose it for two days. You want to keep going? And it makes you seem petulant and kind of, you know, like you don't have control over your own emotions. Yeah, which is how pro looks in this situation. To be clear, the the and also to be clear, I thought the scab refs looked not great. I spent a lot of time yelling and booing about them. You did, yeah, you did, because they're scabs. We should have gotten a scab ref suck uh, chant going. It would have been fun. Here's the thing: you were right sometimes. I was also wrong sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just as long as you know, I think we're all good. Oh, yeah, no, I'm a total homer. When I am in the stadium, like, I full recognition of this. I go total homer. Everything that the refs call that go against us, I am mad about. Um, yeah, readily admit that. Okay. New sponsor this week, the FBI Terrorism School. Ooh, not a not sponsor. A sponsor. Um, I believe, Abby, you took part in an FBI-related school at one point so you can speak to the quality of the experience i did i did the fbi citizens academy was some good propaganda yeah exactly so welcome new sponsor federal bureau of investigations we love any form of police no that was not our that was not our top federal agency was no. it, you know, I don't think it was even close to the top. Didn't even no. make the list might be our least favorite federal agency actually well no. you said nsa was your favorite that's Okay, but I am currently funded by the NSA, so, right. so I should. want to be clear. It's because they do very interesting things with cryptography, which is sort of actually my job. By doing interesting things with cryptography, do you mean trying to get backdoors put into uh, cryptographic schemes? No, they they don't do that. Mm. No comment. Um, <laughs> they like to tap fiber. We could talk about that. Here's the thing. This most, is the content our listeners most, come for. Like, so the the implementations and algorithms are all open source. So, like, unless you're using some sketchy, like, implementation the NSA gave you in a van. Do no, you can go read about, like, the process of choosing factors for the elliptic curves and how they put their finger on the scale in ways that are super shady and suspicious. We're not going to get into right. it. We're going to talk <laughs> about soccer. There was, there was the same suspicion when um, the precursor to RSA was um, being developed and no one ever found any evidence that the what the NSA did was anything other than actually being helpful and making it more secure. Edward Snowden, pro or against? <laughs> um, New York City FC. They play in Yankee Stadium. Have you guys ever it's seen bananas. how ridiculous it looks when they're playing there? Like it's I kind of want to go to a game. I, I was looking to see about going to New York, actually. Um, it's not anything to do with sports. Lilu, for some awful reason, has decided that she's really into the musical Cats. Oh. 
And um, so I was seeing I if think, it was. I don't think that's it's okay. not. It's not on Broadway. There is some like dance adaptation this summer or something. Kelly There's has so many better musicals. Kelly has been going around all day saying the most nonsense thing about Jellicle, Jellicle <laughs> somethings. I have no clue. But this is a hard transition from uh, elliptic curve cryptography to musical theater. We cover all the bases. Well, but we went through New York City FC. They're getting a new stadium, which will be lovely. And maybe when it is built, we can go to New York and watch a game. Here's the thing. I know literally nothing about this team. I'm looking through their roster. I've never heard of any of these players. They have a defender, DP, Thiago. Um, we have no information about New York City FC. They're in the other conference. We just we didn't play sorry, them guys. last year. Yeah, no, we're really failing the listeners to this pod who are coming <laughs> expecting a detailed analysis. They have a player named Tiago and also a player named Tiago Andrade. Uh, the Tiago defender is the good one, I think. No, Tiago and Andrade oh, is loaned, loaned out. out. He is loaned out. Okay. Did Gabriel Segal play as a forward against us in the Houston game? last time like last year no like like or are you back to talking about the previous game i'm asking because i googled new york city fc and the top story was from a couple weeks ago saying new york city fc trades forward gabriel seagal to houston dynamo when we lost he related to steven we really lost our ability to recall names of opposing players like that was i i am with you phil and i like I know a little bit more about soccer than you do. Like not a lot, but a little, I don't know any of these players. Yeah. Um, I am there. I didn't realize there were roster categories and player categories. They have four players who are out with injuries. One Maxi Morales out with a right knee injury. Tavon Gray with a left leg injury. Rio Hope Gund with an abdomen injury and Tellez Magno left knee. We don't know who any of those players are or what they play. Um, but those are their injuries. They lost one nothing to Charlotte in their opening game. I always forget that Charlotte has a soccer team. Really? Because they have our first least favorite player of all time. And oh, look at that one guy. Capetti. Capetti. Also, they had like 62,000 people at their opening game. I saw that. But it was in a football a stadium, people. so it didn't look that packed. Um, they were all jumping up and down. New York City did not make... The playoffs last season, they were behind Montreal. I feel about New York City FC the same way I feel about LAFC, in that these cities already had a team. Why did they get another one that is now the FC version? There was the LA Galaxy, the New York Red Bulls. Then each city got an FC. And it just feels unnecessary because, like, Detroit should have a team. Yeah. Let's move NYCFC to Detroit. Yeah, I'll get Can on get that. Some funding. Can we get we some should, funding for that? We should get a sign and just take it to the stadium tomorrow that just says move NYCFC to Detroit. No context, nothing. That seems um, unlikely if they're just building a new stadium. Well, that's the perfect time. All right. Um, I am building a new kitchen and would in half a heartbeat leave this house forever right now to not have to deal with the nonsense of construction. We don't have to sit here and pretend like we have anything to say about NYCFC. We do have to predict scores, though. Well, hopefully, like, they were a mediocre to bad team last season. We don't know any of their players. 
I think this is our chance to come out, get a solid win, turn things around, go out of here flying. Klaus gets a goal. Sam gets a goal. Before two we, nothing city. Before we prediction. formalize these, no, I think we should done. note that we are we are taking active part in this charity creators contest. Owl City FC has now joined and will give ten dollars to every every charity that beats some dude that I guess he just has beef with. Um, which it was I, Justin Horniker, right? Like the the reporter. Justin, we Horniker. should do this every pod. Shout out to Owl City SC, number one yeah. city related. Just amazing. Doesn't just, make any sense, but it's but so good. In not making sense, makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, none of us chose the correct score last week, so we are all in last. But that's Ooh, okay. That, that could be good news. That. That gets us a hundred dollars for our charity if we if we just lose it. Yeah, we didn't discuss money. if there were ties for last place when we signed up. So we uh, did agree okay. the I think just the three of us that we would pitch in a hundred dollars to the charity of the last place team. So we are taking part. Um my score line that I will be putting into the the app and announcing here is two nothing New York City FC. Ooh. Look, I don't love that I'm making that prediction. I will say, I don't want that to be the score. That is just what my gut is telling me is going to happen. The MLS power rankings have us at like 12 or something and NYCFC at 26 out of 29. I think they're not good. And we are, past results aside, genuinely maybe good sometimes. Last year's NYCFC team became defined by their struggles in attack. This year's mm. NYCFC team starting to look like uh, last year's. I'm going with a 0-0 draw. I was no, gonna say, this could no. be a terrible look, game. Look, <laughs> no, in a game against a bad team, that's our bread and butter. We create some crazy chances. Some insane stuff happens. Blom hits it 100 feet into the air and it goes in. Indy smashes it from... Like, there's going to be some great stuff. I think you're just combining... I'm excited. Combining thoughts. But I'm, I, I hope you're right. I'm going to eat in the stadium, but also I'm sort of ruining it by not riding with you guys tomorrow, which I've never done. I don't believe my station is. I don't believe in superstitions. That's a, is that like, that's like a, a tautology or a, uh, no. what's the opposite? Like a, is that a paradox some, paradox? It's in that girdle Escher Bach book that you got me like 17 years ago. I have one of those sitting on my shelf. I have yet to finish that book. I've yet All right, let's talk about that. <laughs> we can go back to the cryptography discussion. It's on my list. Look, I'm a person of varied interests. I do yeah. construction. I brought a D- I bought a Dewalt today. I'm sure I recommend to anyone listening the album Surf Music by Paul Williams. Okay, look, I've gotten to a place with this album that it's fine. It's but weird. You really need to know who. That one guy is Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Bennett. Bennett. Anthony it helped, Bennett. It helps a lot. To no. appreciate this album. If you know who he is, it does think, not help. It, no, it does. It helps you appreciate like the, the comedic kind of the, it's yeah, just weird. You appreciate it. Uh, surf music by Paul Williams. Go take a listen on it your favorite not, streaming platform. It's not like surf music though. Right. No, thought, no beach boys. I thought about like, could we contact him and like get rights to one of his songs to replace city sunshine as the theme for this pod. I mm. love this theme. So 
do you think we could contact him and get him on the pod to interview? And he's more a basketball fan, actually. I don't you know. don't say. <laughs> he has a podcast. It's about basketball. Is it just brother. about Anthony Bennett? No, no. He's from no. New Zealand, so that feels weird. Like he should be into cricket or rugby or the flight of the Concords. I've now run out of things. I Lord of the Rings, obviously. The Rings, Jacinda, she's no longer the prime minister. Um, Acern, Jacinda, she was a nice lady. Um, it's called the Advanced Analytics NBA podcast. Oh, wow. And so, like, no, not only they don't talk about sports. advanced analytics at all. Oh, so it's a joke. Yeah. Oh, I'm. Here's the thing. I really dislike basketball as a sport. Um, it's I, a hot take. I just yeah, St. Louis doesn't have a team. What are you going to do? No. So here's the thing. It's like with so many scores, it's just like it's it's actually sort of why I have a problem with cricket, even though I kind of like it. It's like it's hard to know what's going on. Like in soccer, you have a goal in the third minute. That could be it. Like you were emotionally invested in that goal. I went I to a Clippers game recently, which is the only time I've seen basketball, and it was confusing. Yeah, it's just like you don't, it's like there's a game happening. Who knows? Yeah, maybe or, it makes sense. I mean, Maya loves it. Yeah. Maya I, but I, is enthusiastic about a lot of things. Claire is apparently taking a camp this summer. There you go. So our kids, well, not Lilu. She, she has no interest in basketball because that, that kind of makes perfect sense. Um, Abby, did you make a prediction for this game? I did. Uh, you just didn't like it. It was a 0-0 zero, zero draw. Oh, no, that, yeah. Okay. Well, we've covered our bases. We've got 2 nothing both ways and 0-0 zero, zero draw. Um, we'll see what happens. I Basically guarantees it will be none of those. Yeah. Our, our record. Oh, that'd be good. Um, we should have gotten one from Chris. We'll say that Chris is predicting a 5-2 win. Oh, I would have said 4-2. Ooh. Well, Drew is predicting 6 nothing. Klaus uh, hat trick. Patrick is predicting 3-1. Um, so yeah, if no, any of them are right, then, I'll take credit. Yeah. All, All right. right. We'll be in the stadium. I will not be. New York City FC. You'll be watching my child. Thank you. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a thing. Okay. If you can hear that yelling off mic, that's the child you'll be watching. So good luck. Fine. Go city. Go city. Go oh, city. now I hear it. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go take care of that. <laughs>